today we'll be chatting about how to combat the mentality around a pre-baby body, the why behind cellulite and body fat, and what social media is doing to destroy your self-esteem. Welcome to the MKH Podcast, hosted by Mama Know How. I'm Sarah. And I'm Tiernan, and we are two healthcare professionals bringing our love of women's health to you with our very own separated thoughts, opinions, and lifestyles. But somehow, we come together, not only to be best friends, but create a great space for women. The key things I've heard are, your vagina is never going to look the same. Your boobs will forever dust the floor. Sleeping will let me tell you something. Sleep is a thing of the past. Why do we constantly put these negative thoughts into new mothers' minds? It's only going to impact them in a negative way and not let them see the results that they would like to see themselves. The conversation on the table today is why we continue to destroy other people's perceptions of how wonderful it is our body is able to bake and birth our miracles. Why can't we say to a woman, this is really exciting. Be prepared for how wonderful you're going to feel. Or maybe something constructive, not just damn right negative. So what do you do when somebody gives you a piece of advice and you don't necessarily think it's beneficial? You worry, you stress, you get anxious, you start putting pressure on yourself. And then you start comparing. So how can you say, I'm sorry, I don't really like that information or I don't like the wording that you're using without sounding arrogant and like a stuck up person? Well, it's actually pretty simple and I'm here to tell you that it will make you feel a billion times better, not only for your mental health, but also how you feel in your body. So firstly, I recommend by just not engaging with those people who give you that type of advice. If you know somebody's going to say that to you, just encourage a different type of a conversation. Start to talk to them about something that has nothing to do with pregnancy. And if they start to talk about something about pregnancy or having a baby or sleep or anything like that, just say, I'm really sorry, actually, I'm going to go to the toilet. I'll be back a bit later. Completely avoiding the, the topic and the conversation with them. So secondly, find people who like you and like what you're doing and like that you're choosing to breastfeed or that you're choosing to have a natural water birth. Find people who encourage you in your space and don't let them go because they will be your biggest foundation blocks when you're going through different times. If you don't like what somebody is saying to you, say to them, I'm really sorry. Actually, don't even apologize. You don't need to apologize for your own beliefs. You just say to them, I really respect what you're saying. However, that's not actually going to serve me, so I'm not going to take on that information. Thank you for having my interest at heart, but I'm going to actually do it my way and the way that I'd like to um, have my baby or breastfeed my baby or hold my baby or even swaddle your baby for that matter. And if you need to find some like-minded people who you can associate with who don't necessarily always talk about them and their experiences, come along to our move camps. As a pre and postnatal specific trainer, I often have women asking me, will I ever get my pre-baby body back? But rather than aiming for your pre-baby body, aim for a stronger and more powerful you. You're definitely more mentally strong, so why not couple that with the physical aspect too? A few things that we've discussed that we would definitely recommend are to set goals. So to make yourself stronger, you need to set specific and measurable goals. So whether that be around exercise, nutrition, recovery, or mindfulness, make them specific. So whether it's to run a marathon next year or be able to lift a certain weight or to simply exercise once or twice a week, write it down where you can see it every day, put it on the fridge, put it on the back of the bathroom door, put it there so you can see it and you can stick to it. Our second one would be to just get moving. So start simple, go and see a physio, get them to recommend a few exercises or see a specific trainer and 
start walking, stretching, doing stability exercises. Jump on YouTube. There are so many trainers, yoga instructors, Pilates instructors that have created videos for the pre and postnatal period. Have a look at what you can do there and I would recommend following those at home. Then you feel comfortable and then maybe branch out and do something with a different group. Our third one is to plan your week ahead. So whether that's a Sunday night or a Monday morning, write it down, your plan for meals, training, recovery, meditation, mindfulness, put every single thing in there and set a specific time. So don't make, oh, I'll just train this afternoon or I'll just eat whatever's in the fridge. Plan it because then you'll stick to it. If you're not planning, then you're gonna fail. So big thing we're talking about today is cellulite, particularly in pregnancy. Um, I know I have cellulite and I'm 25. Yeah, me too. Sarah doesn't have a lot of cellulite, but you know, we understand we all have our own (laughs) insecurities. So first of all, cellulite is where deposits of fat in portions of your body kind of sit, get dimples, some people call them hailstone, things like that. But ultimately it's where there's distortion in the the skin and you get rises and bumps in that space you can have them on your arms your butts your hips your thighs your tummy your upper arms even your knees as much as it is present healthy bodies these obviously can make you feel unattractive you know when you're comparing yourself to other people who may not have cellulite cellulite is completely normal it like you you would know so many people that have cellulite i think pretty much every woman that i know Mm. would have cellulite in some form of or another but it can become more prevalent when your lifestyle isn't that great. So eating crappy foods, not exercising, um, putting on weight really quickly. Even the clothes you wear though. Yeah. Do sometimes I can put on a skirt and be like, I look so fine. And then I put on a tight dress and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like you can see every lump and every bump. Yeah. So I think it's about picking clothes that you feel comfortable in Mm. um, and – just like TOA says, wear something that you're comfortable in, not what something. Not something like, that's trending. Yeah, not that's some, not <laughs> like the speak. Balenciaga Crocs. <laughs> um, wow. Other things that cause uh, cellulite in pregnancy specifically, but also generally in life, water retention. So the body is higher at absorbing and um, maintaining body fluids because of the changes that the body is undergoing. Um, as well as hormonal impact. Yeah, so your estrogen levels increase during your pregnancy um, and that incre- that changes the strength of your muscles, ligaments and can cause them to weaken a bit. So that's why we do recommend that you do continue exercising throughout your pregnancy mm. so that you do stay strong and you can prevent injuries. Um, and other fluctuating hormones like prolactin and insulin, which fluctuate a fair bit during your pregnancy so that can also lead to cellulite deposits um and just general weight gain so when you are pregnant you do put on weight and you store it differently yeah there are some options that obviously you can try to help with the reduction of cellulite um, and they include potentially dry brushing exfoliating using hydrating moisturizers and oils um, and starting to increase and change your diet so eating foods that are high in gelatin and your omegas, so they're the kind of foods that are really good for your skin. Um, drinking loads of water to keep you hydrated, 
regular exercise and just getting the blood pumping. So doing things that are going to increase circulation. So going for a walk, going for a run, um, any exercises that are kind of going to encourage lymphatic drainage and basically just losing any unnecessary or unhealthy body fat. Um, Some things that you can avoid or foods that you can avoid are foods that are really high in sugar and really processed. We recommend avoiding processed foods, as Sarah said. We also recommend having a healthy, balanced diet throughout your pregnancy and obviously into the postnatal period. Really key things that Murphy said to me and I didn't even think about, but opt for the outside aisles of the supermarket where you can find fresh produce and avoid those processed middle aisles. When when you think about it, it's so true. Like the chocolates and the chips are in the middle. In the middle. So you go on the outside, that's where all your fresh produce is, your fruit, your veggies. Yeah. And... Try and cut out all of the excess sugar that comes from drinks. Yeah. So we often think we often forget about those foods. So it's like your cordials, your yeah. milky coffees that you have three or four of every day, yeah. your processed juices. So what we said before is mainly any juice that you would buy from a supermarket is pretty crappy. Like yeah. T and I were just saying, I probably wouldn't buy a juice from this, I, like yeah, the supermarket. I wouldn't. Looking at the back, mm. read the labels. Like, we just were, be smart about what you're putting into yeah. your body. We were saying that I've seen it so many times recently. It's like those protein milk drinks, and it says this really like beautifully scripted um, explanation of what the drink is, and it's high in protein. It's helped to recover. And then you look at the back, and it's actually like 450 calories. Mm. And how many sugars? Like, yeah, 40, like 40 grams, grams of sugar, which or is like ri- ridiculous. But they all have all these names. They're called like yeah. your muscle muscle drink and yeah. Your, and you're recovery like, drink. oh, this must, it must be good. It's telling me it's good, right? Yeah, it must be healthy. But at the end of the day, they're just not beneficial for you or your baby, as well as like helping you with the, the, the body that you're trying to achieve. Yeah. So just be smart about what you're putting into your body. If you don't know what it is, don't put it in your body. Yeah. So read the back of the labels. A lot of numbers are on the back of labels now because... They have the, to tell us. <laughs> yeah, but... The reason there's a number on there is because the word is too long for them to fit onto the label. label. How, that just blows my mind. Mm. Blows my mind. So you often hear about a lot of kids that have reactions to mm. a lot of these artificial preservatives, I think, that they mm. put in food. So I think it's two, 220 is one that oh, I yes. had a friend who has kids that she would check on the back of labels because if her kids ever had preservative 220, they would go crazy. So their behavior was affected, not necessarily having an allergic reaction? No, just absolutely they would go nuts, like red cordial nuts. Yeah, huh. so be smart about what you're putting into your yeah. body because, you know, it does go through mm. to your baby as well. Yeah, so. but also just your body. Like it has to serve you for a bloody long time and they're saying that we'll live to our 150. Well, my, think- my age guesstimation. <laughs> But I think people get so scared about putting stuff into their body because they don't want to harm their baby. But why would you do it when you're not pregnant? Well, that's it. Like I had this conversation with somebody the other day and they were like, I can't eat such and such. It was olives, I think. And I was like, why? And she's like, the salt content. And I was like, but you're going to eat a pizza from Domino's. And you go have some chips that's covered in salt. So you're making an executive decision by what somebody's told you about the salt content of something opposed to how much saturated fats you're about to eat. Especially for something that's like a natural food, like an olive, as opposed to... I know. Wild. Pizza. So what we want you to know is that there is no quick fix for cellulite. So ignore the marketing of all these 24-hour creams that say that you will have no cellulite in 24 hours. 
We need to stop demonizing cellulite or even weight gain for that matter, whether it's in pregnancy or not. At the end of the day, what makes us perfect are our imperfections. So change your mindset on how you feel about your body rather than just being focused on how to get rid of cellulite. So we understand in this day and age that it's easy to get caught up in the realm of social media, marketing techniques and false advertising. The people in these roles are actually professionals. So their job is to make you feel a certain way to buy their product or buy their program. So what we want you to do is to find women that inspire you, not bring you down. So who's, somebody, our, who's somebody you follow for that? TFXO. Yes. She just had a baby and she is killing it. But um, she's changed, hasn't she? Her body has changed. Oh, she looks, so different. But it's not in a bad way. She's just... Her body composition's changed. But she even great. says now, I'm stronger mm. than I was before. Yeah. Mentally Which, and physically, probably. Yeah, exactly. Um, Emily Skye. Yeah, she's another really good she's one. She's pretty amazing. She posts a lot of before and after photos of her body and the realistic expectations that she has on her body and the changes that mm. have occurred. And I think it's also important, you don't have to follow people just for workouts. No. Yeah, there's a couple of women that I really, really admire. Um, they are in the public eye, but they function at a high level in a business and professional space whilst also having four kids. Yeah. Which is really, I find that very impacting on me because I think this woman, she's able to manage both her family and her working life, you know, and she's also quite fit and healthy. So it's something that everyone can do. It just takes a little bit of time. And who are some of those that you would recommend? Lindy Klim. Yep. Well, she was... Um, Michael Klim's ex-wife. I think she's really great. Um, The Quinn Girls. So she is a mum from Bundaberg, actually. And she has a fashion blog. And she has these beautiful three girls that she's just now making herself, you know, money from blogging, which is actually really nice. But she also works out a fair bit and maintains a healthy lifestyle. So we'll we'll tag all of those those profiles Mm. in our show notes so you can see them and have a little stalky stalk. So if you're feeling a little bit uninspired by pregnancy or even heading into the new mum world and you're really not sure how you're feeling because people are giving you these different opinions on their experiences as well as what they think they should tell you rather than the positive things they could remind you of. So how do you change the thoughts of genuine anxiety to potentially positive and bringing out a little bit of empowerment for yourself? Well, it can take a little bit, but I think one quote that is so true and incredibly relevant is, the timing of your life is different for all. To compare will only create despair. Internally look and find your own happiness. So this just really means your own happiness is to do with you and nobody else. And if you consistently compare yourself to one another, it's just not going to work. So people will always have an impact. So why not turn it around and make it a positive impact? A few of our top tips are to start detoxing. So remove people who cause you any anxiety, any unhappiness, and any lack of self-respect. And this just doesn't go for social media. So remove these kind of people from your life, from your Facebook, from your Instagram, from everywhere. Everywhere. Another good one is, I have spoken about this for a long time, is journaling. I was once not a journaler, and now I am a journaler. Journal about how your body's changing, journal about how your mind is changing, as well as creating positive affirmations and gratitude throughout the entirety of the writing. So I think also with your journaling, it's good to just put pen to paper and take, Mm. let some thoughts out. Mm. I suppose if you haven't really got a really good close friend that you can talk to about those kind of things, Mm. it's good to put down. Or even those secret things that you're just not sure if you want to tell people. 
Yeah. You can just literally write. And sometimes in my journal, it is just like words. You know, how I'm feeling in that moment. What's making me really frustrated? How can I change it? And then you kind of get to a point where you're like, okay, that's intense. But I feel better. Especially during pregnancy, I think it's good to look back if you are going to have another baby or if your friend's having a baby and they say, hey, well, I'm really feeling like this at this point. And you're like, so normal. Oh my gosh, I remember mm. that and I wrote that down. Yeah. So. And this is exactly why positive words and communication will help one another rather than saying to them, expect this because it's going to be shit. Um, a couple of other positive things are to do things that make you feel good. So whether that's Go to the gym and exercise, get a massage and see a movie, read a book, cook your favorite meal, go out and buy some new clothes, do something that's going to make you feel good about yourself. And it's okay to spend a little bit of money. <laughs> it is. You're pregnant. You're pre- or just in life. Everything's justified. <laughs> How about detoxing your wardrobe, taking out clothes that you know you're never going to wear again or want to wear again and giving those away to your local thrift shop? That will not only make you feel more confident in the things you do have, reduce your options of being like, what am I going to wear? And you're also giving them to people that may need them more than you. So go and see those friends who are empowering you, not the ones who always seem to have something negative to say about someone or always have such a negative outlook on the world. Mm-hmm. I know that when I say that, you probably are thinking of someone straight away. <laughs> you always There's always that one friend who just never has anything positive to say and always is woe is me debbie downer not saying her name's debbie sorry debbie (laughs) we have newsletters hitting your inbox so make sure you subscribe at mamanohow.com.au you can also find us on instagram and facebook at mamanohow we have some very exciting interviews coming up with some real women so stay tuned